0: Hello everybody, welcome to Take the Stage Coaching Podcast Episode 48, where I help artists successfully navigate the pressures of an artistic career. Is everyone saying no to your singing career? Well, we here at Take the Stage Opera Podcast say toy, toy, toy. Find out what is holding you back so you can stop waiting in the wings and go out and get your standing ovation. There are no forbidden topics here, so get your ticket and find your seat. In Boca Lupo. Thank you so much for joining with me today. I am starting to get back into the swing of auditioning. I did do a couple of auditions last year. But honestly, I was taking some needed time to take care of my voice, develop my technique, which was, you know, it worked out with COVID, not being able to do as many auditions. It was perfect for me. But this year, I'm starting to ease my way into the game a little bit more with my kind of my new technique, my new voice. And I'm excited to get some rep together for that. I have to say that I'm so glad that I took that time that I needed to develop. I'm not where I will be in a year or 10 years or 20 years, but I am grateful for where I am right now. And I've just been loving practicing. And in case you hadn't noticed already, being a singer or an artist, whatever you do, it's not an easy career choice. <laughs> there are is So much uncertainty. It's really expensive to develop yourself. And there's not always stability for when we get work and don't get work. It can just feel like a tornado. But I do like to try and remind myself, however, that honestly, <laughs> all work, no matter what your career is, it's hard. There are people in all careers who struggle. And there are stable people financially who struggle emotionally with their work, just like we do. And I think it has a lot more to do with just the fact that we're all humans than that our jobs suck. You know what I mean? So the thought I like to use in my head is that I am lucky and grateful to be a singer and that I get to sing for my career. There are so few people who get to do what I do, and I'm excited for my journey no matter what it looks like. So today, I want to talk to you about the benefits that you can gain from working on your thoughts, your feelings, your emotions, and how those can impact your actions and your results, and really how um, coaching and working with a coach has changed my life. I remember the first time I learned about coaching a few years ago, my wife told me about an episode of a podcast that she listened to, and they said, that our feelings are determined by our thoughts. And I did not believe it even for a second. I thought if it were really that easy, then none of us would be feeling bad ever. You know, we if if all we had to do was just choose a different thought, choose to think a different thought, then we just wouldn't feel bad. But um I did hear a few more podcast episodes on the topic. And in the process of listening, I did start to notice a few times in my life when I had changed how I felt by choosing a new thought. And here are um, a few examples. So a little over a decade ago, I lived in Mozambique, Africa for a few years. And I remember there were a few things about Africa that were very different than from my normal life, and there were some things that um, could have potentially been very challenging. For example, I noticed very early on when I first moved there that some Americans that I knew really struggled with a few things. The first thing that they really struggled with was the heat, obviously. If you're not used to living in that type of heat and not always having AC and not having, you know, AC in your car, we just walked around in the heat all day long. Another thing um, was the traffic. Uh, There were a few times uh, where I did have a car and I would be driving around and the traffic was nuts. I mean, not only just waiting in traffic, which can test patience, but just, you know, people darting in and out of traffic and people, there's just like the rules are kind of meant to be broken there. People just kind of drive wherever, however they want to, and it's just totally different. And then another thing that was frustrating for um, some Americans that were there was learning a different language. We spoke Portuguese and sometimes some local dialects as well. And um, so those were some of the things that could potentially be very challenging. And I remember having a moment where I arrived and I knew... Somehow in my brain, that if I decided to complain and worry about the heat, the traffic, or the language, then I would be miserable for the whole time. I just knew that I was going to be able to make a choice to either think a thought that would make me feel miserable and frustrated for, like every day. Or I could just recognize that Mozambique was different than America and that I was going to be okay. I was going to survive and everything was going to be fine. And it worked for me. And I don't remember knowing that I was doing this, but looking back, it's amazing to me. So I remember feeling literally so hot that when I would come home in the evening, I I could literally, after taking off my pants, wring sweat out of my pants, like dripping to the floor. And (laughs) it was disgusting. Sorry for that detail. But I remember sitting in the most aggravating traffic for hours and just feeling totally, totally relaxed about the situation. And I remember patiently working on the language And somehow just knowing that one day I would be able to speak it, I was able to accept my circumstances and choose to believe that everything would be all right. And there were other things that I let get to me um, and get frustrated about. But I remember these three things specifically, I kind of just decided the moment I got there, they were going to make me miserable, or I I was just going to be okay with it. And isn't that interesting? I remember other Americans exploding with anger at times because they felt so frustrated. And I felt totally calm about this. And we were in the same circumstances, right? Like we'd come from America, we were used to a different way of life. And yet for some reason, my mindset allowed me to feel calm and others not so much. And of course, I learned to love the different things about Mozambique. And I'm so glad for the chance that I had to live there. And I definitely recommend for everyone to go to Africa and not just on a safari or something, but like go to the villages, be with the people. It's just amazing. Now, I have to be so honest. I haven't always made this type of choice to choose helpful thoughts, um, in so many areas of my life, I have chosen to allow myself to be frustrated. And in my singing career, I definitely think I have fallen into this trap more often. Um, I have allowed myself to feel like I'm a victim. Um, I've been mad that I didn't get some jobs, helpless, that my technique wasn't working right. And I just feel like I'm working so hard, but frustrated, you know, I'm sure you know what I mean. <laughs> Have you ever experienced any of these things? So here's the thing, my friends. If you think in your head that your career should be anything th- different than what it is, then you will be forever frustrated with your reality. Just like if you allow your emotional self to be affected by living in African heat, you cannot change the temperature. In Africa, <laughs> I know sometimes I maybe wished I could, but, and if you think that you shouldn't have to feel heat while living in Africa, you're going to fight a losing battle in your brain and your emotions will suffer. Now, it is true that in the future, you can choose to change your circumstances. Very often, we always have a choice. Like you could choose to move to a cooler climate. Just like you can choose to have a different career. Like you don't have to be a singer and you don't have to live in Africa. But the sooner you can accept that singing, singing careers are challenging and that Africa is hot, the sooner you can feel at peace with the world and start making progress in your life instead of being a victim. I know. I know it sounds like I'm making this way too simplistic. And yes, choosing to believe new thoughts is not always easy. For some reason, it felt easy to me when I moved to Africa. And other times, it has not felt easy. Other things I've had to work really hard at. And it can take a lot of practice. And that's okay. That is what coaching is for. Anyway, so that is how I started to understand the concept that thoughts determine your feelings. And that feelings determine your actions. I could see so clearly from my own experience that I had done that in my own life. I think I, I had made myself feel okay. And that helped me to react better and to be more authentic in my experience and less frustrated. And it made a better experience for me. And I think everyone does this sometimes, probably without even realizing it. So after that experience... Um, of, you know, I listened to all these podcasts, I had this remembrance of what my life was like in Africa, and I decided to try to put it to the test in my own modern life. And the first way that I did this um, was um, dealing with my frustrations about getting enough sleep. I mean, I have to tell you, I am a sleeper. I mean, a lot of you probably saw Mariah's Instagram stories of me sleeping anywhere, everywhere, any time of day. I love sleeping. I could sleep nine or 10 hours a night easy and still tape it, take a nap in the day. And I love going to bed early. I love getting rest. But I also have two kids and a third on the way really, really soon, like any day now. And um, I have so at so many times since becoming a father, I felt that I was not getting enough sleep. You know, you know, I mean, you can imagine what it's like to get up with your kids 45 times in a night. And I just got to the point that I just wouldn't fall back asleep anymore. It's like my brain was like, oh, well, you're just going to have to get back up again. So don't fall asleep. And then even if my kids just got up once in the night, once they got to that point, They would wake me up that once, and I'd still lose several hours of sleep. So I started getting super anxious about my sleep. I knew I would be tired the next day and be cranky and not get as much done as I'd like. And so I decided, okay, if my thoughts are causing my feelings and my feelings are causing my actions – then what's a new thought that I can do? And I started practicing a new thought to see what would happen. And the new thought was, even if I don't get enough sleep, I'm not going to die. I will survive and everything will be fine. It was kind of similar to the thought that I had in Africa, that I was going to survive the heat and it would be fine. And almost as soon as I started practicing this thought, I would get up with my kids, and then I would start thinking it, and it helped me to feel calmer. It changed the way that I felt, and then the action that happened was that I was able to fall asleep sooner because I felt calm, and I wasn't worried, and I thought, oh my goodness, this is crazy my thoughts had created my anxiety in the first place. I thought that my kids waking me up was creating my anxiety. But that's just a circumstance. If you're going to have kids, they're going to wake you up. It's a circumstance. And, um, and that, that my anxiety made it so I couldn't get enough sleep. It made the actions and the results in my life not the results that I wanted. And once I changed my thoughts, I was able to feel calmer and get a different result. And the result that I got wasn't that my kids stopped waking me up. I can't control them. I can only control my thoughts. And I can work, like we've mentioned, I can work to change circumstances in my future. But the only thing I really can control right now is my thoughts about what's happening So I started trying this in all areas of my life. I was like amazed. I, I, you know, I got to change all of my feelings. Right. (laughs) And sometimes I got stuck and I realized I needed help. And that is when I worked with my first life coach and it was life changing. I have since worked with several different coaches and my wife has too. And we don't do it all the time. Uh, We try to do it do as much work as we can on our own minds. And then when we get stuck, we've determined that investing in our minds is not only healthy for our emotions, but it helps to propel us forward into achieving new goals and getting more out of life. Definitely a worthy investment. And it has helped me to learn how to have better relationships with people around me, to have a better relationship with my work and my career, to have a better relationship with my voice and a better relationship with my body, etc. All of these things. I saw a post today on Instagram from aspiring opera singers about saying an affirmation to yourself about loving your voice. And we've brought up affirmations so many times in this podcast. And we always say, well, how do you believe that affirmation? Because I try to do affirmations and I don't always believe it. And... It is such a process, and if you think to yourself, man, there is no way I'm loving my voice or I'm loving my body or I'm loving whatever, that's okay. That's normal, but you can begin a process to change that, and that's really what I have felt and experienced in my life and seen so many other people do it, including my clients. So I've learned how to change my emotions when needed. You know, if I change my thought, it can change my emotion. But other times, I have learned to sit with my emotions when needed. I've learned to accept circumstances when needed, like my children, and how to change circumstances when needed, like putting a boundary in my life with a relationship or something. I have learned To do all of these things, how to have balance in my family work and my me time. I've learned how to love and take care of myself. And that is truly amazing. So I have to be very clear and remind you all that I'm not saying that now I am happy all the time. If you have listened to me before, you know that that's not even the goal. But now I wake up and I feel calmer and more at peace with the world. I recognize the uncomfortable feelings in my life, and I now can say that more of the uncomfortable feelings are feelings that I have chosen as I pursue challenging goals in my life instead of uncomfortable feelings of wallowing in emotion, blaming others, feeling like my life is out of control. So after I'd you know, kind of done some of this work on my own mind, I decided to become a life coach so that I could give some of these skills to help my voice students and the things that they were struggling with and um, noticed amazing changes. And then I started this podcast and they realized that all the singers that we interview and met and interacted with, that they're all struggling with the same things and I just really empathize with the things that you're going through, with the struggles, with the frustrations, not knowing when you're gonna get your page your next paycheck, not knowing if your voice is going to work for you, or if you're having technical issues, being worrying about your body and the way that you look, all of these things that we struggle with so much as singers. And and those are the exact topics that we can work on. So I remember several years where I felt so stressed about my life. And every night before Han and I would go to sleep, I remember kind of sighing and kind of just saying, can we do this? Do you think we're capable of handling the stress and the pressure and all these things that we're going through? And I remember this a few nights ago and commented to Hannah that it has been a long time since I have said that to her. I used to say it every night, and now I feel so different. I go to bed knowing that I worked so hard all day long, and I loved myself all day long, and I took care of myself all day long. And it's not always easy, but I feel at peace. I feel confident in my emotions and in my ability to care for myself. And this comes from someone who has struggled with anxiety and depression since I was a teenager and I don't feel that way at all anymore. I still have feelings of sadness and worry, but I'm able to learn from them and change them if necessary. My whole world has changed my family career and my relationship with myself. What? I am telling you is that all of this is totally possible for you. Don't let things outside of your control control you anymore. No worries about the African sun, the traffic, tricky languages, or the many challenges of your artistic career. Instead of worrying, let's start investing in you. And it is a time investment and a financial investment to find the right coach, if that's what you need, and do this work. But you can have a more intentional, peaceful existence in this world. I would love to be able to help you with this. I love working with artists and other creative people, which we all are creatives, aren't we? So go ahead and email me at takethestagecoaching at gmail.com or just follow the link that I'll put in the show notes. And just so you know, my old email of take the stage opera at still works. It forwards to the same place. So either email is fine. I would love to sit with you, get to know you, and give you an absolutely free session of coaching to get you started. Remember that you are powerful. You do not have to depend on the world or other people for your emotional wellness. Take the power of your mind back into your control and start taking care of yourself. Your voice and your art will thank you. And of course, stop waiting in the wings. Go out there and take the stage, my friends. In Boca Lupo! Thank you for listening to another episode of Take the Stage Opera Podcast. We love hearing from you, so please take a moment to subscribe to our podcast and give us a review. It helps us to continue delivering quality material.